BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan Engineering. Now, talking local, regional, and international NASCAR racing, here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. For NASCAR Kane and Pro Series West opens their season on the Vegas dirt, and NASCAR's oldest division cranks up just over a week from now. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast for Wednesday, March 6, 2019. Kyle Rickey here in Killingly, Connecticut, joined by Hannah Newhouse in our Concord, North Carolina studios. And Hannah, uh, when we talk about Coast to Coast, we literally did just that this past week, started on the East Coast, and you made it to the West Coast about 12 or so hours before I, but... It was all well uh, well worth it. A huge weekend of racing over the weekend at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Yes, it was. And like you said, coast to coast, we did it. We got out to that Las Vegas area. Warm weather, beautiful temperatures, perfect to kick the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series West season off at the Las Vegas dirt track. And like you said, it was phenomenal racing. People, we had paired up with the World of Outlaws and USAC as well. So it was a night full of racing out there. Plus, the full weekend at the big track with the Trucks Xfinity and Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. Um, didn't stick around for those, but the dirt race, good per usual. Everyone expected it. Well, which one? I mean, all three races at the dirt track had last, last lap, lap passes. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're here to talk about the NASCAR Kane and Pro Series race. Not a huge surprise on the winner in Haley Deegan. However, I believe it was maybe a bit of a surprise and on how she did it, a three-wide last-lap pass on on the leader, Jagger Jones. Yeah, you say that no one was surprised, but if you'd went into that race and watched her about the first half of the race, my money wasn't on Haley, to be honest with you. It was on Jagger Jones, as he had just, like, dominated. He was strong, had a good car. At one point, pulled almost a three-second lead on the rest of the field. So Haley was running mid-pack, and so she'd worked her way up into the top five at the halfway break of 50 laps. And after that, it was game on for her. But going into that race... Even she might have been a little bit skeptical of if she was going to be able to get the job done. But like you said, this last lap pass, um, Jagger Jones caught some lap traffic, coming to the white flag, got caught up behind some lap traffic. They didn't get out of the way for him. And Haley Deegan was there to take advantage of it. That last lap pass, almost, you should pair up her win from Meridian Speedway and the one with Vegas. And it's almost identical on a lap. Last lap pass in turn one and two, um, took that checkered flag for her second Canaan Pro Series win. It was super cool night all around. His third going into the break, and then it ended up passing Derek Krause a few laps into the second half of the race. And then uh, a two-and-a-half-second lead in the final five laps for Jagger Jones was quickly eliminated as uh, Haley Deegan worked that lap track and was able to pick up the win. Behind uh, Deegan and Jagger were uh, Joey Tanner in third, Cody Vanderwall in fourth, Todd Souza rounding out the top five. Haley will join us here in a few minutes to discuss her opening two weeks, which included the win at Vegas and uh, I guess her tough luck at the uh, New Smyrna Speed Weeks just a couple of weeks ago. Also on the show today, NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour competitor Timmy Salamito will join us, hoping Hannah to rebound in 2019 after a tough 2018 on the Wheel and Modified Tour. 
I spent a lot of time on the Wheel and Modified Tour last season, traveling with them and getting to know a lot of those drivers, working with NASCAR home tracks. And Timmy Salamito was one of those guys you always looked forward to seeing in the garage because he was always happy, cheery, invited you into their pits. But man, he had some tough luck last year. And after I talked to him for a while, coming off of his 2017 season and then the 2018 he had, he 2018 was not nice to him, whether it was, you know, faulty crashes or equipment or he started 2018 off at speed weeks with the flu so you know if you start the first week of january and february off getting sick and it all goes downhill from there it's just just it was just not a good year for timmy so strong competitor though hopefully hopefully 2019 turns around for him yeah it was it was a tough start to the year last year for timmy his first winless season and i believe three years on the nascar wheel and modified tour he will join us after the break. Uh, in fact, he'll join us here later in the show. Justin Bonsignor, by the way, the defending champion of the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. They will go to the Myrtle Beach Speedway just over a week from now. Timmy in a bit, but after the break, Haley Deegan, winner of the Nursery Star 100 at the dirt track at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Wheelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires will get you there. Whether you're running on dirt or running a job. Our dependable, high-quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs. Front match value, selection, and warranty with industry-leading road hazard protection. There's only one choice, Hercules Tires. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com or call 800-677-9535. Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano took the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. You won the championship, baby. Yeah. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Wheeland Engineering. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. You have probably seen by now that last lap three-wide pass that propelled Haley Deacon to her second career NASCAR K&N Pro Series West win last Thursday night at the dirt track at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. She joins us now on the guest line. <laughs> Haley, uh, first off, congratulations on the win, and welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. Yeah, thanks for having me. We have seen the video now several times, whether it be on NASCAR's social media platforms. I know Fox aired it several times throughout the race weekend during their coverage of action at the big track. Take us underneath the helmet, those last couple of laps, and what was going through your mind those last, say, four or five laps as you caught Jagger Jones and eventually made that last lap pass? Yeah, honestly, it was about 20 to go, and I remember looking at the board to see how many laps there were left, and I was like, man, he's like a whole half track ahead. I was hitting my marks, and I was like, even as fast as I'm going right now, I'm only catching him little by little. Like, it's not going to be enough in the end. And then it came down to about eight laps to go, and I had like a four-second gap. And all of a sudden, the lappers started coming into play, and Jagger 
I think just because he hasn't raced in the K and N series, he doesn't know like the lappers very well where they go because they're kind of sometimes everywhere. And <laughs> I think that's something you have to learn in the K and N series over time. That's something it took me time to learn too. But he didn't really know where they were going to go, and so I just kept catching him, kept catching him, and it came down to about two to go, and I was like, man, I might be able to take a swing at this. And coming into that last lap, I just I saw him kind of get uh. Put, not put back, uh, pulled back by a lapper a little bit. He was just kind of messing around, uh, messing around with him. And I just sailed it into one and kind of put my nose in there and wiggled through and then just parked on the bottom of three and four and got off to the finish. And I think you said it best in one of your post-race interviews. Um, Jagger obviously frustrated, but someone's misfortune you were able to do, take advantage of. And I think there was no hard feelings, obviously, between you and Jagger because he would have done the same exact thing, but it was a great Last lap battle, I mean, everyone was on their feet there, but you put a lot of pressure on yourself going into this race. You finished second there last year, and you made a pretty public statement saying, you know, second's not good enough for me. We need to win. But you rolled into the race starting farther back than you'd wanted and, you know, had only cracked the top five almost at the halfway break. At what point, though, did you know, you know, did, did that waver your thoughts going into the race knowing that you had to start farther back? I mean... I knew that it was going to be harder, but I guess, like, the only way I saw is in, like, the only way we can go, go, we can only go forward, really, from here. We aren't really going to go further back. I hope not. <laughs> and so, really, that heat race, I just fell back a little bit. My lines were really off. I was trying to drive it how it was in the day before practice, and the car just, the car and the track weren't really, didn't really fit for that. And so, I really had to change my line, change my driving style, how much throttle I used. And in the heat race, my um, my pedal extension slipped off, and so <laughs> that didn't help either. So there's just a couple things that went wrong in the heat race that I had to work on myself too before uh, we went to the race, which I, starting back in eighth, I didn't really count myself out. I still was like, we can get up there. I can do it. I just have to really be patient. That's why, like, I didn't go so hard in the beginning. You saw me just kind of fiddling around back there, just running my line, not overdriving and not getting in any messes. And then I just, as the later the race went on, I just started picking people off. Every win, Haley, is an important win. But how important was this one? Just to kind of get yourself back on track, maybe mentally, after what was a pretty rough speed weeks for you down at New Smyrna with the K&N car and the mechanical issues and the, the crash with the Pro Late model. Yeah, I mean, going into that K&N race in New Smyrna, I wanted to win that really bad. And I did everything I could to do that. But in the end, it just didn't work out. Mechanical issues happen. It happens to everybody. It's racing. And I think that we've had to move past it, go to the dirt track, and try and try really rebound from there. And you almost pretty much ended the year with a win, that Meridian Speedway win, coming late in the season, September, I believe. Um, your start off this 2019 season with a win. What track are you eyeing? You obviously have captured that win on the dirt track, you know you can win at Meridian Speedway, but what is the next one? Obviously, them all. You want to win them all, but what's the one that you guys have eyed next on the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series West schedule? I mean, every race you want to go out there and win, but it doesn't really work like that. But I think there's one track, it's a uh, kind of east-west combo race, Iowa. I really want to win at Iowa just because we went there last year and we were having a good run. And I think with all the knowledge, that I've learned over the time of this last year in, K in the K&N series that we can go back there and run really strong, but we just need a good setup, need to be 
I need to be on my A game, and I think that's one race I want to go out there and win. But in the end, I want you want to win all of them. Busy weekend for you in Las Vegas. Uh, on Friday, you held a press conference in the media center uh, less than 24 hours after the win at the dirt track. Kind of talk about the announcement that uh, you have in, in adding to your schedule this year, not just the K&N West Series ride for Bill McAnally Racing, but also uh, moving up to the ARCA ranks this year for Venturini Motorsports. Yeah, it's definitely going to be really cool moving up to ARCA. Um, I watch all the ARCA races. I try to go to as many as I can that are around the um, – Another uh, K&N and a uh, couple weekends. And so I think that just moving up to that series is a lot of strong guys. There are guys like Chandler Smith, uh, Chan- uh, Christian X, Harrison Burton, guys that come into the series and are really fast. And I think it's definitely going to be harder to do good there. But I think it's just going to come with time before we really start uh, running in the front. We'll see how the first race goes. I think just getting that first top five and then going from there is really my goal. And we talked to you last season after that win at Meridian. You broke history there. You come back, break it again by now being the first female points leader in the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series. What's next for you? I know you're chasing that championship, and I know you're excited about this big track experience with Venerini in the ARCA Series. Yeah, I think just in every series that I move up from. I think in the Canaan Series, I'm really trying to win the championship this year. That's my goal. Uh, that's my team's goal. Everyone's goal is right now. To win that championship, that's what we have our eyes set on. But I think uh, moving into the ARCA series, I think it's just winning at every level before we go, before we start ARCA. Just make sure we do everything we can here, get into ARCA, do everything we can there before we move to trucks, and then just eventually just keep running up front in every series that we're in. And you'll get some big track experience in the ARCA series. I know part of your schedule is one of the races at the Pocono Raceway in pennsylvania weren't old enough to hit the big track though in uh the, over the weekend in las vegas in a race car however you were the honorary pace car driver for saturday's nascar xfinity series race drove their toyota supra around uh, to pace the field what was that experience like on saturday afternoon yeah that was it was fun i mean it's cool i've never really driven around uh the vegas uh speedway so it was cool just kind of like seeing it from like the eyes of the drivers but hopefully we can be um back in the field there eventually Thankfully, that Supra doesn't require pedal extensions. I relate to that yeah. on such a different level. I completely feel you on the pedal extension. You just, you know, move it up with a little like electric thing. They need to put those in our race cars. But speaking of young age and not being able to hit those big tracks, let's talk about your crew chief. I was standing next to him, Kevin Reed Jr. When you got that one, he was ecstatic, almost emotional. Um, but he's pretty close in age to you. I believe he's actually a little younger than me. What's it been like working with Kevin Reed Jr., who I believe is 21 years old? Yeah, I mean, it's good. He sets up a really good race car. He just, he grew up around it, and he's young. He wants to prove himself just as much as I do. And I think we go to the track with a winning, try to have a winning mentality every single weekend. And knowing that when he brings the car to the track, the car always has a really good setup. And so I think I always have faith in my car. I'm never worried, like, oh, is my setup going to be off this weekend? Haley Deegan joining us, winner of the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series West season finale. One more question for you, Haley. I know you're not a gamer. Uh, We talked about this in in New Smyrna uh, before one of the races, but got the new NASCAR game a couple weeks ago. You are in it. Uh, Have you been able to play as yourself uh, in in that game yet or or maybe even maybe race against yourself? Uh, Yeah, I have with my little brothers. I I don't really have time to play that kind of video games. So it's just when my little brothers play it and stuff, then I'll uh, play with them. 
she is a driver coach in that game, Hannah, and she did nothing but yell at me the first couple of weeks, <laughs> telling me that I wasn't making friends and that I needed to drive cleaner. It, uh, it wasn't fun for me anyway. Haley, congratulations again on the win. Thank you for joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, and best of luck to you at your next race in a couple of weeks at Irwindale. Yeah, thank you. Haley Deegan joining us here on the show. Coming up, we'll switch gears and talk the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour driver, Timmy Salamito, who has nine career wins to his resume, and we'll be looking for number 10 next week at Myrtle Beach Speedway. Improve visibility in your vehicle when you replace your worn wiper blades with a pair of Trico Titan wiper blades. Plus, you'll get a $15 O'Reilly gift card. Don't risk your safety because of poor visibility. Get premium blades at guaranteed low prices. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Wheeland Engineering. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. The start of the NASCAR Wheeland Modified Tour season is just over a week away at the Myrtle Beach Speedway in South Carolina. And like usual, there will be several changes to the roster. However, one thing will not change, and that is the Eric Sanderson-owned number 16 team and driver Timmy Salamita, who joins us now on the guest line. Timmy, welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's a long off-season for the Modifieds, and it usually is due to the brutal winters up here in the Northeast. But it looks like you've been keeping yourself busy doing some indoor racing and, and obviously going to New Smyrna. Uh, how has the off-season been treating you from behind the wheel? Uh, it's been going pretty good. Uh, it could certainly be going better, but uh, been staying busy. You know, and a couple of those indoor auto racing uh, series races, which went pretty well. Uh, we ended up blowing up a motor in Atlantic City, so... That was a little bit of a downfall, and then uh, we traveled to uh, New Smyrna Beach last month, which went all right. We actually had some pretty good speed, just a couple of mechanical issues throughout the week, but uh, I was happy to have some speed, especially after our season last year. So I was pretty happy with the way the cars drove and, uh, you know, really excited to get the season started here, here next week. Now, we, you mentioned it as well. You had a pretty rough season last year, um, winless pretty much as it was, had a rough start to the 2019 season. But what was the takeaway? What did you guys sit down and really figure out over the off season to take in this year's um, NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour? Uh, you know, we just kind of hashed it all out. Um, you know, it was nothing that anybody was doing doing wrong, um, not from a lack of, of trying. Um, you know, just things weren't clicking. Uh, we had some good cars at certain races, and then other races we were just going to And, um, you know, we, we ended up selling – both the cars that we ended up having at the end of last year and, and building two brand new Toyota cars, um, you know, updated some equipment, got some fresh motors and, and whatnot. And, you know, we went to New Smyrna and um, we, we had speed, which was the main thing. You know, we, we were fast in practice, um, qualified third, I think, three out of five days. And the other two days, I think, were fifth and sixth. So, um, you know, the speed was there. Just, you know, got to work on, 
finishing races and, and making sure that, you know, all the parts and pieces uh, stay together and everything's there for, for 150 laps, you know. So, um, you know, we had a couple of good, night, good nights down at Samara, but we had, you know, a couple of bad ones as well. So, um, but the takeaway was just that, that we had to uh, sit down and, and see where we were struggling and, um, you know, just get our communication back where it needed to be. So I feel, uh, feel like things are already going better and, and I feel like uh, it's going to be a good year. You've mentioned uh, New Smyrna now a couple of times, and Hannah brought it up. You raced five nights down there last month, part of the World Series of Asphalt Racing. Are you glad you went down there? I mean, was it? Uh, I mean, Doug Kobe said that he was going down there to test and, and hopefully would pick up a win or two during the week as well. But the main reason is to get on track before the start of the season. Do you feel better coming out of New Smyrna that uh, that those five nights really paid off for you guys? Oh, absolutely. You know, in years past, we've gone to Smyrna and we've tried different things, but, you know, we really didn't learn much. Um, this year, I felt like we went down there and we went, we, we, we came back with three full pages of notes. So, um, you know, with the new trailer TA3 chassis, um, there's, you know, a little bit of a learning curve and, and trying different things and what helped and what hurt. Um, you know, it would have taken us five, six, seven, eight races to learn what we learned there in a couple of nights. So, um, certainly was a great takeaway. I feel like, uh, you know, that'll boost us to start the season and, and get things going on the right foot. Um, you know, we got tore up down there one night, but which set us back just a little bit in the shop, but the guys have been working really hard. And, and, uh, I was actually up there this uh, past weekend and, and they're doing a good job getting everything together. And, um, you know, the season kind of came up on us pretty quickly, especially building two cars. And, um, you know, I've been busy, so I haven't really been able to spend too much time up there, but, uh, the guys are working hard, and, and I think it's going to pay off. Uh, the new chore seemed like it was handling really well. Um, you know, slide slide did a lot of work over the winter to uh, learn what we had to do setup-wise with this new car and, and figure out uh, different things that, you know, we were struggling with last year. So we certainly learned a lot, and I feel like, um, you know, we're back on path. We we were running really well, winning, winning races together, and, and, you know, you kind of think, you know, not that you have it figured out, but you think, hey, you know, we got the upper hand on the competition, and then everybody in the winter time works really hard. You know, my guys worked really hard, too, but we went back, you know, this year with the same technology that we've had the last two years before that, and, you know, we were winning with. So it's just, uh, you know, it's a constant game of getting better, and I feel like my team uh, worked hard this winter to get better, and, you know, we're ready to go out there and show that. Now, you'd actually mentioned it, the fact that you were, of course, busy over the off season um, with that indoor racing and then, of course, uh, going down at Speed Weeks. But you somewhat started a new venture yourself. Uh, you had dabbled in the graphic design and printing and that kind of stuff, doing wraps for teams as well as businesses. But you took that on as a full-time venture over the off season. What's it been like for you? Uh, it's actually been pretty cool. You know, it's, every day is a new challenge. Um, really enjoying it. You know, last year I was I was working a full-time job for, for the Goodell family that race on the tour as well. Um, you know, as well as doing my side business at night with uh, wraps and apparel, decals, and then going racing on the weekend. So, um, you know, just felt like I had too much on my plate. The business was growing, uh, you know, thanks to, to friends and family and, and race teams that have, uh, you know, reached out, giving me work. So, um, you know, that was growing kind of rapidly and I just couldn't keep up. So um, as of January 1st, I felt like that was part of our issue last year was that I just had too much going on. So, um, you know, when we sat down and, and talked about, you know, what we needed to do to get better, I felt like one of them was uh, making, you know, my main focus, um, my business and, and, and racing, you know. So luckily, uh, we're two months in, going on the third month here, and uh, things are going pretty well, and we're just working away. 
uh, trying to get in as many jobs as we can and, and get everything done and caught up before race season starts. So it's been been pretty awesome. Uh, you know, certainly a lot to learn. Every day is a new struggle, but uh, it's uh, definitely been rewarding. And that race season starts in about nine days from now when the Modifieds head to the Myrtle Beach Speedway in South Carolina. You are a former race winner there, picking up the checkered flag two years ago. Talk a little bit about, if you can, that racing surface on the beach, how abrasive it is, and, and how you combat that from the driver's seat over 150 laps. Uh, it's super difficult. You know, we we, wear, we run a lot of racetracks that are, you know, worn down up here in the Northeast, but nothing that's, you know, as abrasive as Myrtle Beach. Um, you know, I didn't really believe it when we first went there, and they're like, you can wear a set of tires out in five laps. And I was like, yeah, okay, and kind of just went out there and, and ran you know, a medium pace and, and felt like, you know, wow, I can't believe how much the car gets away from me, you know? So, um, it's interesting, you, you know, it's a, it's a tough race because you watch some of your competitors blow by at certain times and, and drive away. And you know, that, you know, sitting there that you have more and you can run that hard, but you don't want to run that hard or, or can't run that hard at the time of the race. So, um, it's kind of a big gamble. I, I think Myrtle beach is more like playing roulette. Um, there's a lot of luck involved and, and just how you play the strategy of, of the racetrack. You know, you're not really even racing your competition until about five or 10 laps to go, but you have to put yourself in that position with five to 10 to go to be up in the top five. So you can strike at the end, but um, it's just a, a really odd race, you know, for most of us, I think, um, you know, we were able to win the, the, the opener there a couple of years back and um, you know, we were just in the right place at the right time. A couple of guys crashed out in front of us and, and just about, five or ten to go we were sitting second and you know that that was the only move we really had to make to win the race but um it's just a really odd race for us and and it really comes down to when you take your tires if you get all the tires on not get stuck in the pits with the one tire strategy deal that nascar makes us uh you know they they implement down there so um it's just it's a lot different than the normal racing that we're used to we're used to you know getting out there and running as hard as we possibly can for 150 laps and putting on a really good show Myrtle Beach is more of a race that you kind of ride and, and wait right to the end until you can really show what you have. So it's definitely different. I think different is a very good way to explain the strategy at that racetrack. I remember my first time racing a super late model there, and everyone had told me, conservation, conservation, you run like half throttle. And I'm like, yeah, okay, half throttle, whatever. No, we ran like half throttle for, I think, 95 of 120 laps. I mean, it was just insane the mentality you have to take at Myrtle Beach because it's just so abrasive on tires but um you know last year wasn't the best for you Justin Bonsignor though had a phenomenal year what's it gonna take to dethrone Bonsignor and his team this year uh, I mean it's so tough to say I mean you know you, you look back at the year before that and Bonsignor you know struggled and then you look at you know previous year he, you know he couldn't couldn't do anything wrong um it's really just there's a, a bunch of things that go together to make, you know, things happen, you know, how you're getting along with your crew, um, you know, just everything. So I'm sure he's going to come out of the gate and run strong again and, and run well. Um, but, uh, you know, I do feel like a couple of these teams will be able to catch up here in the off season and, and uh, you know, get back to giving him a run for his money. So hopefully the 16 team is one of them. And, uh, you know, after Florida, I felt like, uh, you know, we're, we're back in it. We're, we're looking pretty good and, as long as we can get everything figured out and, and ironed out here, I think uh, we'll be one of the teams to hopefully be able to give him a run for his money. Now, I have to ask you, right. too. we uh, I'm not sure if you watched 
last week's episode, um, but we recently actually revoked oh Kyle Ricky's driving license from the NASCAR racing experience because he is unable to drive a manual car. And I know you're based in the New York area in Kyle in Connecticut, but he finds his way very frequently to these modified tours on his off weekend. So uh, maybe we should be in touch here if you'd be interested about being a part of, you know, the NASCAR Coast to Coast. We'll do a podcast style thing of teaching Kyle Ricky how to drive a manual. Oh, absolutely. I would definitely be the guy for the, for the job. No no lack of entertainment there. What do you think about that, Kyle? Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> it's two weeks in a row now, Hannah. <laughs> Timmy, thanks for joining us here on the show today. Uh, best of luck to you next week. Look forward to seeing you on track in South Carolina. Thanks for having me on, guys. Always a pleasure. Winless a year ago, hoping to change that 10 days from now when the tour opens up the Myrtle Beach Speedway. That is Timmy Salamito, driver of the number 16 car. We're back to wrap things up after the break. Wheelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Just when you thought the biggest, baddest track in NASCAR couldn't get any better, we broke ground on transformation. The Talladega Super Speedway infield project to enhance the fan experience. Check it out in 2019 if you're big and bad enough. To protect your engine, you have to change the oil. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $28.95 and get a free O'Reilly Auto Parts tumbler after mail-in rebate. Protect your engine from sludge and wear with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan Engineering. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. There were some NASCAR Whelan All-American Series short tracks that were in action this past weekend here on the East Coast. Myrtle Beach Speedway ran their spring fling this past weekend. And it was Jeremy McDowell and Brian Voss that split the twin late model wins. B.J. Mackey won in the Super Trucks. That track back in action uh, for the Modified Tour next week. And Hannah, I know uh, a driver that uh, you know well uh, from Rev Racing had a good run down there as well this past weekend. Yeah, Rev Racing fielded, I believe, those three late models down there with Gracie Trotter, Brooke Storer, and Nick Sanchez. And Nick Sanchez, a personal best for him this weekend, came home second and third. So strong runs for him as he embarks on his first year with the Rev Racing late model program. And also Gracie Trotter and Brooke Storer getting used to those Rev Racing cars and both um, down there at Myrtle Beach. So it'll be cool to follow their progress throughout the season as they do the NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series. Gracie coming, I believe, from Legend Cars on Tuesday night at Charlotte Motor Speedway in Brook uh, has done some super late model stuff in Florida as well. We'll watch all three of them and their successes this season. Greenville Pickens Speedway in action this past weekend as well. Neil Meredith held off Randy Porter to win their season opening late model event. 
They're next in action this Saturday, March 9th. And there are several tracks opening up this weekend. Kingsport Speedway in Tennessee will host an open practice for their season opener on March 23rd. Tucson Speedway in Arizona will run their first regular season show of the season for the NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series featuring pro stocks, super trucks, and legends. And Irwindale Speedway in California will have their opening night this Saturday night featuring twin late model features. Irwindale Speedway just holds such a special place in my heart with those West Coast racing. Um, if you ever get a chance, I always say go visit Irwindale Speedway as well as Tucson Speedway. It's like the Myrtle Beach of the West. Uh, really good racing, abrasive surface, and three wide racing, as you said, in the Chili Willy earlier in the season. So finally, so excited to see all these short tracks kicking off their seasons and giving us plenty to talk about moving forward. If only we could melt the 14 inches of snow here in Connecticut so we can open up the gates here at Stafford and Thompson and Seekonk a little early, but I have a feeling it's going to be a while before that happens. Yeah, I can't relate. It was actually pretty nice out here. It was cold, but sun was shining, so no snow, unfortunately, down here in North Carolina. It'll be nice in Phoenix this weekend. That's where I'm heading. Any big plans for you this weekend? I believe I'm actually going to Sonoya, Georgia for a Legends race. Completely out of my comfort zone. Um, never covered a Legends race before, but another track I get to add to my list and uh, learn about some Legend drivers. Well, have fun down in Georgia. I'll uh, be thinking of you at the ISM Raceway in Phoenix here on the Motor Racing Network for a big weekend of racing. I want to thank Haley Deegan and Timmy Salamino for joining us on today's show. For Craig Moore, Brian Yesowich, and Hannah Newhouse, I'm Kyle Rickey. We'll see you back here next week. On NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Whelan Engineering. For more NASCAR Coast to Coast episodes, go to MRN.com or your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.